0: Welcome to the FDF podcast, passionate about food and drink.
1: In this podcast, I'm talking to Lloyd Manship, who is the brewery manager of Budweiser Brewing Group's Welsh brewery in Mega. We're going to find out more about his grassroots career, starting as an apprentice in his hometown and now managing the brewery itself. So Lloyd, we met back in December uh, when Budweiser Brewing Group were hosting open days uh, through the SME programme. Um, I was taken on a site tour and shown around the operations, and like I said to you, you know, previously, it's you know, it's something that you you can't forget because the sheer volume. Do you still kind of get those moments where you're a bit like pinching yourself?
0: Yeah, absolutely, Chloe. I mean, um, pretty much every day. I think if you look at you know, I was a, a local boy and I used to drive past with my with my parents past the brewery. Um, and every day I would see see the brewery and think, you know, maybe one day I'd like to work there. Um, I joined in I joined in nineteen ninety nine as an apprentice, um, so very much right at the bottom. Um, and now, you know, twenty years later, I find myself as the brewery manager, producing over a billion pints of, you know, what we can God. proudly say are some of the most famous global brands in the world. Um, and yeah, of course, every every single day is a pinch yourself moment because I wasn't expecting to be here, you know, when I started my career. Of
1: course. And uh, just taking it back to that kind of local business engagement, why is it important for Mega uh, Brewery to kind of do that? You know, get that kind of ecosystem going with the local businesses.
0: Yeah, I think it's critical for a, for a number of reasons, really, um, Chloe. I think if you if you just take the fact that you know we employ over 500 people here at Mega, um, so we've got a lot of local employees, um, and as such, we also work with a lot of local contractors as well, so civils engineering companies and parts manufacturers, a lot of local businesses we we work with. I think as well, if you look at just over the last few years, obviously we've been in the middle of a a pandemic across the UK. And as a brewery we did, you know, some very big things like donating over 15,000 litres of sanitiser. And we were in a fortunate position where we could produce sanitiser on site. Um, at quite a low cost as well, so it was very much the right thing to do to help the help the local communities. So we donated I donated I think six um, thousand litres to the police, four thousand litres to other emergency services, helped out at um, you know local community centres, doctors' surgeries, etc. And then that's sort of the big things we do with the community. But then also you know quite small things that I really enjoy doing as well, which is sort of you know judging the Christmas window competition in Mega Square. I think it's you know it's quite small, but it's nice to also give back a little bit to the to the community in that way. So absolutely critical, um, and yeah, I think you know it's something that we we try to do every day and always think about our local environment as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have days in the brewery on World Environment Day each year where we take employees out of their normal workspace and workplace and actually go and clean up a local area. So we do like the coastline or we will do the local square, just helping really with um, with litter collection and other other small things that we can do.
1: Fantastic. Because Mega's actually your hometown, isn't
0: it? Where you grew up? It absolutely is, yeah. So I actually I need to correct that. So I grew up in Caldigat, which is just two miles down the road. Yes. Um, and then I married a local girl who lived in Mega. Um, and now I live in live in Redwick, which is just a you know a, a, almost a suburb of Mega, it's just outside Mega Mega Town. So certainly a, certainly a local boy, I think you could you could say that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And what so, you know, if you've got people aspiring to work in the food and drink industry and they're listening to this and they're thinking, oh my gosh, that, that would be fantastic. I'd love to be a brewery manager. What are the kind of highlights and, and what does it involve being a brewery manager?
0: So I guess if we, if we go back to just just being a brewery manager first and what, you know, what my daily routine, I guess, is or what my main focus is on. Um, We always say and I live by sort of a, a mantra of safety first, quality always. Um, so, every single meeting starts with that same structure. So, all thought processes are prioritised on those, those two events. So, firstly, the safety of our people, as I say, we have 500 employees. It's very important for me that they go home in the same condition that they they arrived in the brewery in. So, no injuries. And actually really, really quite proud as a brewery manager um, that we've had five years of zero lost time accidents in the brewery. That means that over the last five years, nobody's had an accident in work and not been able to come back into the next shift, which is really something we're all very proud of in the brewery as well. Um, and then it, obviously, quality is, is the next major priority that we, we focus on in anything. Um, producing the three global brands, Sterra, and Budweiser, we need to make sure that that beer tastes exactly the same produced from Mega as it does from Mexico, North America, South America, wherever it is produced across the world. So quality is absolutely paramount. we have huge amounts of checks on the lines. But I guess that also really leads back into sort of some of the exciting roles that we can offer in the brewery. Um, I mean, when we talk about sort of, you know, STEM skills, I think a, a brewery and food and drink industry as well really offer that sort of variety of science and maths, because there's not many industries you can go to work in where you have firstly water treatment. Yeah, the water that comes into the brewery isn't just taken and used, it's treated through reverse osmosis and other treatment plants. We have boilers. So in the boiler house we obviously heat water, we produce steam. So for engineering there's some some good opportunities there as well. And then brewing really is uh, a scientific, uh, biological, experimental almost. Yeah. You know? So it is a process which science is very much embedded into. And then if you just follow the beer around the brewer, you have fermentation. Where the beer ferments, produces alcohol. also a key point to that is refrigeration. So every brewery has huge refrigeration plants working with ammonia etc. So engineering and science again coming together. Then even you you go into packaging, working with all the newest equipment, all brand new technology. Um, So very much sort of electrical, mechanical skill sets into the packaging area. And even then when you get down to logistics, now logistics, I think people think, oh, it's just driving forklift trucks. These days, it's very, very different because we have automated systems. We have SAP that tells the driver through a terminal in their truck where they need to go with what they need to pick to make it the most efficient exercise. And also, we have the automated racking system in logistics, where we have robotics to actually control um, the delivery of goods into the lorries to make sure that we we have a good um, throughput of the brewery as well. So, I think overall, it's just a, a brewery operation is a huge opportunity for people to learn different skill sets. And every day for me, Chloe, to be honest, is a big learning curve as well. Um, I always learn something new. And I never say I'm an expert in the in the full brewing process. Uh, hopefully one day I will be, but it'll take time.
1: But you've got a fantastic team around you. You know, I was lucky to meet some of your key staff there. And um, I mean, it, you know, having worked at the brewery for such a long time, you must have seen things evolve, you know, beyond your, your, your wildest dreams, I suppose, in terms of, you know, the robotics and things like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, when, I, when I started back in um, 1999, uh, we were already on a, a fairly good path, but also the, the sort of beer industry in the UK was sort of on a bit of a plateau. It wasn't really growing too much. Um, and then over the last sort of, I would say six to seven years, the opportunity has really been in the UK where the beer industry has grown, but also where our market share has grown as Budweiser Brewing Group. Um, so, we've had opportunity to invest and increase the capacity of both their breweries to be fair in the UK. Um, but Mega's taken just over the last three years, we've invested over £180 million into the expansion of the brewery. And that has been through capacity increases, additional brewing tanks, additional brewing processes, additional packaging lines, and of course, the technology has evolved hugely. And I think the one big thing that I push sort of at the moment is that we've as you know, the brewery opened in 1979, so we're sort of now 40, 42 years old, um, and with that, we a lot of new people started back in 1979, and now after 40 years, we're looking at a lot of sort of you know people at the age where they're thinking about retiring or wanting to retire, and it's very important that we don't lose that skill in the brewery. So, just last year, we've, we've, we've had an apprenticeship scheme, obviously, for the last 20 years I was I was part of it. But over the last 12 months, I actually really ramped up the apprenticeship scheme. So last year, we opened up nine positions for apprentices um, to really, for me, pass on the skills and experience of our colleagues who've been here for 40 years, because I don't want that experience just to walk out of the door, um, to hand that over, also then to pick up the, the new technologies and the new processes that within the brewery. I think it's absolutely critical. Otherwise, yeah, we, we really will struggle in the future. So that's sort of the, the big investment we're making into apprenticeship schemes and youth in order to drive better efficiencies and not lose the skill set of the, of the experienced people.
1: Fantastic. And what would you say to somebody who was thinking about entering the food and drink manufacturing sector?
0: I would just say do it. Yeah, I, I don't say do it just because I've been, you know, maybe maybe I've been lucky um, to end in the position I am. Yeah, you know, there's, there's 500 people in this one job as brewery manager. Um, but every role in the brewery is an exciting opportunity. Every every role, I think, in the food and drink sector is a is an exciting opportunity. And I think it's every every year I see the the food and drink sector growing in Wales as well. Um, and I also see the focus increasing from Welsh government on the food and drink sector as well. So I think it's really quite exciting times. Um, and I'd certainly say, yeah, just just do it. Go in wholeheartedly with an open mind. Um, and but I'd also say be be ambitious and also write down your dreams. Um, because I remember when, one of my um, senior leaders when I was you know, probably 15 years ago, so quite a younger a younger man, um, he said to me, if you don't write down your career aspirations, it won't happen. Um, and then you need to chase them yourself as well. You are responsible for your own destiny. The company, as far as Budweiser Brewing Group, give a lot of opportunity for growth. I mean, huge amounts of learning and development and training is a big focus for the brewery and the company. Um, but yeah, you need to own your own your own destiny. So if yes. you want to if you want to be brewery manager, you push yourself and you you'll no doubt make it.
1: Fantastic. So okay, so the food and drink industry and the wider economy are going through some really challenging times at the moment. What support is needed from governments to support the industry to thrive in the future?
0: I think at the moment, I would actually say that we've had you know if you just even through the pandemic, we've had a lot of support. Um, from Welsh Government um, on, um, you know, just ways of working, policy support um, to help us get through COVID because COVID has been a very difficult time. There's been very uncertain times as well around the way of working. So a lot of guidance on, you know, how we can operate, how we can continue to operate and whilst doing that, keep our employees safe. That was obviously the critical critical point as well. I think then we've got as a, as a business, we've got a lot of sustainable s- sustainability goals. Um, and I know that where we are at the moment is it's becoming a little bit of a struggle to get grants, etc. And I think that's one focus point where we really could, you know, support. We're looking at hydrogen. Hydrogen is going to be a huge change for the brewery, and also then, you know, providing um, a good environment for the future for our for our children. As a, as a father myself, you know, I think it's very important that we support um, sustainable operations because that is a, a legacy that we'll all leave. It's not going to really benefit us in our times. Um, but you know our children our children's children certainly will see the benefit of that so it's absolutely critical that we focus on sustainability um and i think as far as all parts of the the food and drink industry where you require a huge amount of heat to produce your products um i think that's where really we should focus our attention to you know be carbon neutral um, and to provide that sustainable future for all
1: Mm-hmm. And am I right in saying uh, that, you, that the Mago site will be the first hydrogen-run brewery in the UK?
0: Absolutely, we're, 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 we'll actually be hopefully if you know if nothing else changes, we'll be the first hydrogen-run brewery in in Europe, um, which is also a, a huge achievement. Um, and we're on a, the business as Budweiser Brewing Group, or actually AB InBev, because it's European wide. Um, we're actually looking at four breweries across the the zone. Um, so Zone Europe, who were on a carbon neutral roadmap. So not only hydrogen plays a major part for MEGA, but also carbon neutrality is an important part for the company. And we're focusing on it in four our four biggest breweries in Zone Europe as
1: well. Amazing. So, what's next for you, Lloyd? What opportunities do you see ahead?
0: Well, I think there's, there's two two ways to look at it. One is my opportunities currently in, in the brewery, um, which I think at the moment I've not quite finished where I want to see the... See the brewery. and I don't want to leave it just yet, if I'm perfectly honest, Chloe. Um, I think if you, because if you look at, you know, where I started five years ago as brewery manager, the brewery was very much, we weren't gaining investment from the company. We weren't seeing the, the growth and the expansion. And through, to be honest, the perfect hard dedication from our employees, we've proven through results that we can return on investment. And the company, as I said earlier, have invested huge amounts of money over the last three to four years in our expansion. I want to see that expansion finalized. A good twelve months, um, and then also we, we we have a big project called Autonomous Teams, and something that I think is very important is really focusing on the autonomy of our operators and them owning the process. And I think one of the one of the big things I learned as a as an apprentice, then obviously through all the management training that I did, is that the the sign of a good manager when your job is done is when you can walk away and nothing nothing changes. And we're not quite there yet, so that's that's sort of my next twelve months is really focusing on that. Um, and then I, I guess it's quite a, you know a, a sad point is that as brewery manager this is my last role that I can do in this brewery. Um, so after 20 years I do need to look further afield. Um, and there's lots of opportunities within the company. I mean we have we have zone support um, where there's many roles in different different areas where you can support breweries to grow. And um, certainly would be of an interest. Um, a director role for UK supply would be of interest. A director role for UK logistics. So I've certainly, lots of opportunities. It's not the end of my career with the company, but as I say, quite sad that you know, <laughs> quite sad. I do need to, I do need to walk away from you know something I'm very proud of, which is Mega Brewery, at some point.
1: But so. it's all that succession planning that you've already been, you know, been doing. That, like, as you said, you you know, as a manager, it's important to set your team up so things can operate in your absence. Um, I think that's fantastic and uh, it's really lovely to talk to you today, Lloyd. Um, I nice. have to ask you a final question because, you know, it's on it's on theme, Um and probably the most important question, Lloyd. What's your favourite beer?
0: Well, that, two years ago, that would have been a very easy question to answer because I've always been a huge Stella Artois fan and that has always been my drink of choice. But over the last two years, we've really been growing a brand called Camden Nels. And Camden Hells has started to take over my fridge. I see sort of the, the <laughs> colour changing from the white label of Stella to the red label of Camden. And it's not a conscious decision, but I just find myself more leaning towards Camden Hells, which running Mega Brewery, which is known as the Stella Brewery locally, is a is a shame. But yeah, there's some big competition ahead. I guess more importantly, Chloe, what's your favorite beer? <laughs> Great
1: question. <laughs> you know what? I actually Oh, I will say though, this is a this is a, a good one. When I came to visit you in December, we went home with a little goodie bag, and we had a few we had a few samples. Yeah. And I had a random can of the Bodingtons in my fridge one night, and I thought, "Oh, I'm going to give that a try." <laughs> do you know what? I really enjoyed it. it
0: I think really I, I actually do enjoy Bodingtons as well. It's a very smooth <laughs> ale.
1: It was and lovely.
0: Cer- certainly an enjoyable one. And that's a good choice. I'm just going to be with Brian's Chloe, to be honest.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Keep it on, brand. Thank you so much for your time today, Lloyd. I really enjoyed chatting to you, and I hope to see you very soon.
0: FDF is the voice of the food and drink industry, supporting our members with the expertise to develop, grow, and strengthen their business.